So welcome, Annelie. Thank you so much for joining. I'm very excited to talk Scrum Master with you today. Yeah, thanks for inviting me, Bobby. <laughs> this is yeah. awesome. Yeah, look, um, I mean, I, I actually came across, well, what inspired me to get hold of you was, um, again, at the Sixer uh, conference, the mini conference, I saw your talk, but it was at the same time as, uh, what is his name, um, Tabasco, and I was just like, uh, yes. Uh, so um, I thought, well, why don't I bring you on to, this, to the podcast and then I get to hear it, my own personal version of, of your talk. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. And I don't blame you for going to Vasco's talk. I mean, I would yeah. have done the same if I could. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so, so tell me, how did that talk go? Like, uh, what was the theme again? Uh, it was about being a scrum master, the lessons learned or something? Yeah, so it was about three things I wish I knew when I became a scrum master. Um, and I think my journey of becoming a scrum master was actually quite an interesting one. And joining the team I joined, I kind of felt like from the beginning, I hadn't been set up for success. So it was actually something I was very passionate about because I was like, cool, for other scrum masters, like these are some things I wish I knew that would have made the first six months so much smoother and less stressful um and a few of the points were i can run through them so the first one was confidence um how important it is as a scrum master to have confidence and as a new scrum master whenever you join a team i think that confidence lacks when it comes to asking questions and that's like one of the things we do the most as a scrum master right is you just mm. ask questions mm. and in the beginning asking questions you sometimes think oh, i'm gonna sound so stupid like i can't mm. ask these can't ask questions until i read scrum the art of doing twice the amount of work of the mm. amount of time by jeff sutherland yeah. and he yeah. spoke about being the wise fool and literally like in that whole book that sentence stuck with me like be the wise fool like a wise fool someone who might come across as if they don't really know what they're asking but it lets others think and ultimately they realize oh wow okay this person actually has wisdom mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so that was one thing that i wish i knew from the beginning was like to to ask these questions to be the wise fool yeah. interrupt but, me at any time if you have a question no yes. but it's fine yeah i just i like that because um part of the job is kind of plugging holes and if people if you're not asking yeah. those questions generally people don't answer or they don't speak so you have to and you have to go with confidence and you gotta like say hey what about this what about that and then you learn yeah. along the way too right and if you actually don't ask questions, silence, people just think you're not present or you don't understand or you don't actually mm. know what's going on. They rather appreciate a stupid question yeah. than no questions at all. 100%. Yeah, yeah. so that was so one two. thing. So number two, so the confidence was for asking questions. And another thing for confidence actually is clarifying roles. Um, mm -hmm. I think as a new scrum master, when you join a team, even if they had a scrum master before, but especially if they didn't have a scrum master, like someone else was wearing that hat. So whenever you join a new team, it's like, okay, someone else was facilitating or someone else was doing the coaching or someone else, you know, was wearing that scrum master hat. Who was it? And how is that dynamic going to be? Mm. Sometimes team members can feel, oh, there's a new scrum master. Okay. Let me just, you know, completely step back. And then there's kind of that tension mm. in the team. Mm. So I think that's something 
also having that confidence in the beginning to clarify. So did you take over from somebody else when you started in your current team or when you started as your first scrum master role, was that taking over from somebody else? That was joining a team who'd never had a scrum master before. Ah. Which has its own challenges because as soon as you join, people are like, you know, why what like what what does a scrum master actually do like why do you get paid like what is your job you know what i mean that's what i was kind of thinking now like so we started talking about you know the traits you know to be confident in your eyes what is a scrum master what is what is a scrum master's goal like what are you doing every day again scrummy is like they say scrummy is this lightweight framework like it's so simple to understand but it's difficult to master. It's mm. it's one of the most difficult things literally to master because people, people are just complex and people are always trying to take shortcuts. So where the Scrum Master comes in is making sure people actually understand Scrum and like how it can help the team. So ultimately we want to be more agile. We want to, you know, have that iterative approach where we are delivering software frequently to customers with as little headaches as possible mm. and Scrum makes that possible. So for the Scrum Master, I think most important things is like facilitating. Facilitating Mm -hmm. is not a joke. That takes a lot of preparation, (laughs) Um, especially even if it's retros and there's some difficult conversations that need to happen Um, and making the events fun for the team as well. So even when I joined my team, our daily Scrum would be like 45 minutes and super serious and one huge technical discussion. Mm. Um, But changing that to actually get the most out of the team. And then when you facilitate as well, you know, why is there so much work in progress? How can we limit this? So facilitating, coaching, identifying those impediments and people like focusing on people building relationships and it improves communication ultimately yeah well that's what i love about the scrum framework it naturally makes people start talking which is awesome and i think the big thing that i've learned um, in the industry over time and talking to people on the podcast is i think the natural thing people think oh i want to be a project manager oh have you tried being a scrum Mm. master no but hold on the scrum master is not a project manager and what you're touching on is actually the scrum master is the one that's dealing with the people and it's so mm. under um undervalued looking after mm. the people um and i was in the quite a serious meeting a, a little while ago and, and i was like we'll create the environment and i was like you're but that's literally what we do you have to create environments for people to make sure that the best is always happening so it's that people element that's so important Exactly. Even describing to someone like my job, whenever you say you're a scrum master, people are like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> is that like rugby? You know, like <laughs> people really don't know even like, and then sometimes I'm like, you know, like agile, like, I don't yeah. try and say I'm an agile coach, but I kind of want to come from that angle and then explain. And I've just started yeah. explaining it as like, I work with developers, they focus on the product, I focus yeah. on the people and the process, yeah. like how they get there. I've got so a question. It's, yeah. How often do you talk to people that are not in agile or scrum or software development and they tell you about a situation at work and you're like, they could do with a scrum master? How often does that happen? Oh, so often, so, so, so often. My sister's a... Um, my sister actually works at a church and they um, have a group of people who like organize their communications department. And it's like a huge church, like 
thousands and thousands in the congregation and mm. she'll tell me like they ha they have a trailer board and they have their meetings every morning but then when she nice. tells me about their meetings that are like three hours long and just so many things I'm like you guys need a scrum master you literally yeah. need a scrum yeah. master I'm like yeah. no definitely yeah I think even that book yeah mm. yeah yeah no no go no the book even even that book um, about Scrum, doing mm -hmm. twice the amount of work, half the amount of mm -hmm. time, I think that book also, it honestly sums it up so well that Scrum can be a way of life. Like it's not just, it's not just a framework. It's not just something, it can literally help you make your life simpler mm -hmm. and easier. And it can yeah. be used in like any organization, any place. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. hundred percent. Okay. So let's go back. Number one was confidence. Number two. Yeah. Number two was that relationships are key. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, Henrik Nieberg, he also speaks about in one of his talks, he speaks about how do you know you are adding value to your team? Um, mm -hmm. And that's like a question we always have, right? Like, am I adding value? Am I adding mm -hmm. value to my team? Like, how do you know this? How do you measure it? And then he said, the only way you can measure it is if you create a parallel universe with you not in the team and then let both of those parallel universes go and then compare the two. And then he's like, ultimately, without you in the team, they might have actually gotten a different scrum master or they might have not gotten one and delivered more, delivered faster. Like, and he's like, there's no way of measuring if your team, you know, is getting more value or less value with you in it, rather ask yourself, do people like having you around? Um, and literally that was like mind blown, right? Yeah, so no. that's kind of the, the angle I'm, I'm coming from. I'm like, do people like having me around? And some days if I'm off sick and I come back and people are happy to see me and they're like, oh, did stand you miss up me? is fun again. Did you, did you like, miss me? Yeah. <laughs> How about a retro quickly? <laughs> yes. So... I think that's actually like the relationships with people are key. And if mm. people like having you there, they'll open up to you. They'll mm. open up about things and you'll realize, okay, wait, um, they feel comfortable to chat to me about this process that isn't working. And then you're actually able to, you know, ping someone else, nudge someone mm. else and get the conversation going. So mm. relationships are key, but sometimes you get someone who doesn't want to have a relationship with you. I don't know if you've ever experienced it. Maybe everyone just likes I'll you. I'll force myself on them and be like, yo, I'm not going away yeah. until you talk to me. <laughs> yeah. So I've had a few of those as well. And there's another webinar. Um, it's on, I think, Scrum Alliance's website where she talks about a Scrum Master as like an armchair psychologist. Mm -hmm. And she says, she talks about, how sometimes you can identify some people and she said there's some people that just they just don't want a relationship and that's mm. fine and don't waste your time on it mm. it's i rather think... spend your time and energy on people who do yeah yeah so the two I'm, I'm looking forward to number three but the first two that you've spoken about is completely eq right mm. eq is such an important element to being a good scrum master and so the, the thing for me is when you talk to me about someone that doesn't want to be in a relationship or doesn't want to build a relationship, a good scrum master will be able to pick that up quite quickly and then understand mm. how to start breaking that barrier. So not enforce it. Mm. Like I joked about it. You don't want to enforce yourself on somebody, but just 
you know, by persisting and getting to know who they are and how they are and building that relationship. So like kind of figuring some people are open books. They're like, come talk to me and great. They make it easy. It's the ones where that are closed, where you have to work a little bit, but mm-hmm. yeah, a good scrum master with high EQ will understand how to slowly nurture that relationship. Um, and that, yeah, that's key. That's super key. Um, uh, an EQ for me is one of the most, if someone's looking to be a scrum master, like, yeah, it's empathy. Yeah. It's all of those things. And make sure you can, I don't know, read a room type of thing. Exactly. Like, like that is honestly summarized perfectly. And also, you know, like identifying, like you said, how to break down those barriers. Like maybe mm. this person, they don't want to tell me how they are today. They just mm. want to talk about the work. Cool. So let's just talk about the work and that's yeah. fine. And that's actually how you ultimately then do build a relationship with them. Yeah. Um, Use that. Yeah. You use that. You use exactly. the work. <laughs> exactly. Until they, they they open up just a little bit and then you grab it. They tell you about yeah, yeah, like yeah. what they had for dinner. Okay, cool. Let's talk about it, man. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so what's number three? Cool. Number three was um, that time is finite. Um, and this, I think, as a new Scrum Master is... I think it's one of the most overwhelming things becoming a new scrum master because the internet has an unlimited amount of resources. So it's very easy to get overwhelmed and be like, cool, there's a thousand webinars and 10,000 blog posts and like 50 books I need to read today, like today. Um, And that's, you know, as a new scrum master, you kind of feel like, wow, there's so much to learn. And it's, it's very easy to put yourself under so much pressure um and I think the scrum master something I had to learn was like I'm not going to learn everything in three months like it's going to be a process and it's you know you water you plant some seeds you water a little Mm. bit you wait and then you do a little bit more and you wait and it's just experience ultimately is the best way to learn Mm. and it can be overwhelming especially working from home and you have you know this thing you can just move around the house Mm. and this laptop and just keep learning or keep working mm, but you mm. should realize like just wait I I don't have to put so much pressure on myself just take a breath yeah 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 and that's and not that's multitask. Um, yeah yeah no it's a natural thing for people to do especially like I'm sure one of your first retros you were sweating and you were like oh my gosh that oh my go first like three <laughs> <laughs> I still do <laughs> And that's okay, right? That's absolutely yeah. fine. Like you'll get better and you'll um yeah, give yourself that chance to to like get better and understand and, and practice, right? Oh, yeah, that's no, funny. definitely. I don't, I'll never forget it, my first retro, like whoo. Oh really? <laughs> and did you jam pack it with like all like all the activities you could find? Like you had five know. different stages. I don't even know if it was the activities, but I remember the questions I was asking and I was just getting like one word of answers and I was just like freaking oh, no. out. I was like, no, I need more. I'm literally cringing right <laughs> yeah, now. <laughs> it's horrible. But that's what's great. So um what what would you say was your aha moment? Like when did you realize what a scrum master actually is? Like I, I used the example, people uh, go into scrum master thinking they're going into a project management type of position hmm. and then you go into it and then there's like, oh, this is what a scrum master is. Like, do you remember that moment for yourself? I think, I think that's such a good question and I'm trying to think how I can answer it. And I think this might not be the answer that you 
are looking for. But I think when I joined the SAGSA events, because mm -hmm. I'd never actually been in a team that had a Scrum Master before. And when I actually joined those events, it it all just made so much more sense to me. Like I could see the, the conversations people were having and I could immediately connect that back to my team. And I was like, okay, cool. Like this is what I'm supposed to do. Like it was something that simple that actually it was like my aha moment. Like, mm. okay, cool. I get it. Like I have all this theory and I have teams, How but do I like, how do I apply this? And then seeing the conversations they were having and the examples they gave, I was like, I get it. Like, I yeah. get it. Like, I think that was my aha moment. Um, yeah. Now I've spoken about the, the Sixer community time and time again, just how amazing, or how amazing. lucky are we? No, it's, it's unbelievable. Like it's, it doesn't even make sense. Like <laughs> it's, it, it's like the cheat sheet to becoming a great scrum master. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the best thing about it is everyone's just willing to kind of give their time. And yeah, the, the, the knowledge that they're sharing is just, you can't put a price on it. It's just amazing. And like, literally, you'll go to one of these events, learn something and mm -hmm. take it to the very next day and be like, mind blown. So yeah, exactly. I, so, so would that be your advice to a new Scrum Master? Definitely. And I actually, I literally gave this advice to a scrum master earlier in the week or someone who wants to be a scrum master. And I was like, immediately find. Tell me about the, the conversation. Tell me about that person. And what did you tell them? I'd actually like to. So before you spoke about the events, how did that, I've had this conversation a few times myself. I'm curious to know how others, what other scrum masters are saying to other potential scrum masters. Yeah. So actually, um, this specific person at the Sagza talk, um, their husband contacted me and he was like, hey, he's a scrum master. His mm -hmm. wife really wants to become a scrum master. And she's a teacher, a qualified teacher. And that's exactly what I was before I became a scrum master. And he's like, can you just chat to her? And when I chatted to her, literally, my advice was like, these are the videos like the internet's full of videos, but these are the few videos that I think are the best that give you the best like foundation of what Scrum is. Um, and I shared a few other resources. Like I, th I think I shared like three resources that really helped me. Um, and then I was like, attend those SUGS events because those are the things where you literally learn what a Scrum Master is. You learn it's not someone who micromanages. You learn, mm. you know, it's someone who coaches. You learn the difficult conversations you might be having. What's your role in planning? What's your role in this? Um, I don't know if that answers your question, but that mm. was literally the advice that I gave them. Um, yeah. Because yeah. There's, there's, there's the go learn the framework, which is, you know, understand a user story, go understand velocity, go, go learn that there's a thing called a burn down chart, but that's only such an element about what we do. And that's why I like mm. that we, you, you started off the bat just about the people, because that's what you threw, you know, that's what you actually have to go do on a day to day basis. Yeah. And those other things you learn so quickly, like you can mm. learn it in a few minutes, you know, what's a burn down chart? How's, how do you work out velocity? What are user mm. stories? Like that you can literally learn in like an hour mm. or two, but it's, it's the other side, that people side that is very, very, very intricate and difficult. Mm. And I think I had a conversation with someone else. We actually have an opening at our company. So I've had a about 50 conversations with people this week who reached out to me for a scrum master position. Awesome. Um, and they were also like, is it, 
you know, is it someone that kind of works, you know, underneath the manager and that's making sure that everyone is doing things and that things are getting done? And I was like, no, like this, you know, the team is self-organizing, self-managing, as the new Scrum Guide says. And you just, you know, you make sure that they're not multitasking and working on a thousand things, but also if they do, you know, that's fine. Let's see how it goes and then chat about it in the retro if it was a good idea or not. So, that mindset yeah yeah 100 percent um so you say you came you come from a teaching background yes okay so i've i i spoke i spoke i I taught english um in vietnam for two years and that was by the way my aha moment was coming back and then going and learning how to do a retro and getting this like all those little efl exercises i need to go do at work that was my aha moment yes Yes. So um, how are you finding, how many similarities are you finding from your old teacher life to now as your scrum master life? Like a thousand similarities. I'm like a teacher makes, would make the best scrum master ever. Literally. Um, I'm convinced. Can you give us an example? Yes. So I, I also started, so I also um, started teaching and then I also gave, I taught, um, English in China for a year and then actually in America um, lived there with my husband and then we came back but again when I was in China as well I taught adults and I think that's where you learn so many skills where you know especially with that language barrier um, and even if there's not a language barrier but having a class and you're trying to get everyone to interact and actually walk away like having learned something valuable and like Mm. understanding something and like knowing how to apply it and I think scrum master as well you know you use all those skills like the way you ask questions like Mm. not asking yes or no questions but open-ended questions and you know those coaching questions, Hmm. those come in from your teaching Um, and small facilitation skills as well that maybe don't come natural to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So when I did my um, TEFL TEFL course, um, the lady that that did it for us, she taught me a word that sticks with me now, even now when I facilitate, framework, framework, framework. Make sure you have your framework together. So if, you know, when you think of your retro, for example, your planning sessions, like make sure you have this and then that and that, and you finish off with that and everyone leaves knowing that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And like starting sessions, like, you know, what do you want to get from this session? And maybe ending like, so what did you learn? It's like those typical teacher things that come through, right? Mm. So what is your, so chatting about all of this, what do you enjoy the most about being as a scrum master? I think it's the people. Um, I think you get to build you get to build meaningful relationships with people because you actually see them every single day. Um, and then, so definitely the people. I just love people. I love, like we spoke about earlier, some people who are maybe a little bit distant. But once you break through, especially mm. we have contractors. Um, so people, you know, who live in different countries and in the beginning, it might just be a very awkward conversation, but after a few months breaking through to that person and then seeing them like open up and you can actually have a conversation and help them move forward. Um, mm. I honestly love that so much. And I think small things like small wins where you see you make things 
better, like whether it's just for your team, whether it's for the organization. So something we've recently been working on is a new onboarding process for developers. So even just like I created an onboarding checklist that developers mm -hmm. can use, but like added lots of awesome things in it, spend some time on it, and then also created a new, you know, layout for, or a framework for when new teams get spun up, how that would work. And it's just so much fun because once mm. they join, once the new team starts and you see how mm. smoothly things go, it's like, okay, awesome. Like it's, mm. you made something go smoothly. You made something yeah. good. You made something cool, yeah. fun, better. Yeah. Yeah. Improving processes, improving just the the UX. No, that doesn't make sense. Just improving the the the, the journey of developers. But I suppose it makes exactly. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So one of my things is I'm trying to figure out how can we implement agile into any industry and any kind of place because I see it happening. Everyone's doing stand-ups, especially when we went remote. Um, mm. so yeah, so these lessons that everyone kind of has this perception that they, uh, a scrum master belongs in a, in a software development team, but it's not. So you spoke about your sister's church. It's just everywhere. Your onboarding, uh, yeah. your onboarding process that could be anything in anyone. Right. Exactly. So what, it, how would you explain your day to day? How would you explain like how you start your day and, and then when you feel like, cool, I've had a good day. Put it in the in the mind frame of of sorry of a of someone that's looking to become a scrum master, so they can get a better understanding of what what the job entails. Yeah, I think okay, maybe I didn't mention this, but one other thing I love about being a scrum master is that every day is different. So it's like it's not prescribed. Like okay, this is what you do every single day. I love having that freedom of being able to choose like mm -hmm. what I want to do today. Obviously, you have certain meetings, you have certain mm. things, but you ultimately can decide, okay, cool, this is top priority right now for my team or the team has said that this is top priority. So I can focus on this or I can focus on this or focus on this. So a typical day, I think I get start super early every day um, to get ahead of everyone else because the day is usually That's the packed full of meetings. So like 6 a.m. you'll find me like yeah. <laughs> typing away. Um, getting ahead of the day, getting all those like emails, whatever I can get done before the day starts. Um, you, then, you know, there's usually a few stand-ups, especially if you're with a few different teams. Mm -hmm. We'll have stand-ups. And then lately, I guess, as I've grown as a Scrum Master as well, during the week, you'll have lots of different meetings and it's usually whatever is on the go and whatever you are involved with. So mm. if there's something, you know, obviously if you have your your team events so maybe on a Monday there will usually be some planning sessions mm. every Monday because there's different teams and every Friday you'll have the other events so like review retrospectives but from the Tuesday to Thursday it's usually filled with either like you facilitating workshops to some other teams you know Scrum mm -hmm. Masters never just for their team always in the organization mm. so mm -hmm. facilitating some refreshes for other teams, um, maybe having some one-on-ones with your team members to just hear what's happening. If there's maybe some retro outcomes, making sure the team's following up on them. If there's something happening, like now the focus has been onboarding and spinning up new teams. Cool. Brainstorming, working things mm. out, documenting things, getting feedback. So every single day is different. Um, I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, in that's perfect. Any way. 
No, yeah. it's it's about org- organizing the chaos for for everyone and the organization. Exactly. Where I, I something simple. Yeah. Yes. And people, just people the whole day. Chats. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you've mentioned two books, and I don't want you to repeat them. What other book would you recommend someone? So you've spoken about Jeff Sutherland's. Uh, there was another book, but if you were something else you would think people should read uh, to improve their, so, or something that's helped, another book that's helped you improve being a scrum master, what, what is that? I think two other things that actually stand out. Can I say two things? Go for it. Because they're kind of like, I can't say books, but um, two yeah. other things that actually have been very helpful is the Scrum Master Checklist by... Okay. Michael someone I'm going to get his surname wrong Mm -hmm. but if you google it you will find it but it's called the scrum master checklist and it's Mm -hmm. like things that every single scrum master should be doing and it's it he calls it like a day-to-day checklist but it's not a day-to-day it's just like a Mm -hmm. huge checklist but that helped me as well to define like almost another aha moment cool like this is what a scrum master does and it breaks it down like for your product owner for your team for your organization Mm. that was very very helpful and another one was anti-patterns um so if you google that as well you'll find it um it's a long list there's like 124 something anti-patterns but just reading through that like once working through it immediately you pick up so many things that happen during events or with people or in roles and it gives you the confidence to then question it or like call it out in a nice way like cool guys our stand-ups are becoming technical discussions like this is an anti-pattern or you know what can we do about this or Mm. you know is this working for us so those are two things that have made a big difference and it gives you confidence because you can kind of go back to that as well and be Mm. like it's not just me thinking it it's like in the anti-pattern, yeah. in yeah. the anti-pattern book, yeah. No, fantastic. Those are great recommendations. I am not aware of them, so I'm definitely going to go look it up myself. Um, cool. Then I'm going to turn this around and I'm going to say, do you have a question for me? That is such a good question. I actually literally <laughs> had so many questions the whole time and I was like, but I don't think I can ask you these questions. Go for it. Let's um, go. I think for you as well like you know if you have that conversation with new scrum masters that start what advice would you give a new scrum master a junior scrum master or a learner scrum master um you know to become a great scrum master Mm, i think it goes back to one of your principles actually is take your Mm -hmm. time i think um i had a scrum master join my team recently and kind of expected you know to hit the road running and it's not that take your time get to understand, you know, get to know the people, you know, like it's exactly everything you've spoken about. Understand what is in place. You also mentioned something Mm -hmm. about like, if somebody's had a scrum master before, it's important to understand where the team is coming from. So go and understand that before you want to go shove new things down. I've seen a lot of people that run in, they want to just change the world. It doesn't work that way. First figure out how they're doing now and then slowly guide and coach them into a way of working and you will then be able to start stamping your your style as you go along. So that's yeah. that's what I say. Like, don't stress. Give it time, and massage. That would be mine, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good advice. Definitely. Sheesh. I feel like every single every single learner or junior scrum master should hear that and just mm. 
it's going to be a, it's going to become better like yeah it goes feet. back to um you know stressing in your first retro i mean if you think you're going to have it right all from the first time no like just you're gonna you're gonna learn from those uh, experiences and 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 then you got to be yeah. patient with it. You've got to realize that that's what's going to happen. So if you can make I mean, peace with that, then you're just going to get better and better. It's like self EQ almost. So yeah, definitely. Cool. Well, anyways, cool. Anneli, it was really enjoyable talking to you. Thank you so much for joining. Um, yeah, lots of it, insights. Therefore, I hope new new scrum masters can pick up on. Yeah, awesome. Thanks so much for inviting me. I had so much fun chatting to you. Yeah, it was Thanks. good. Thanks so much. 